What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Modeling Power Narratives Podcast. I am your co-host, Jacob Hale, and we have a special guest here in the building, man. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? My name is Malcolm Crawford. I am a podcaster, content creator, TikToker, entrepreneur, whatever you want to call me. I do all that good stuff, man. This is my friend of, I don't even know what, 12, 13, uh, a long time. And yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to be here. I listen to you guys' show. I enjoy it a lot. And I'm very glad to be on it. Like, this is this is awesome to me. Yeah. And uh, we welcome Malcolm. Uh, obviously, we're it's definitely my best friend, for sure. Uh, no doubt about it. Um, for sure, man. For sure. He want you facts to be on here. Probably when we, probably when I first said that I was going to get into the podcasting space. Yeah, I think before y'all recorded y'all first episode, I was like, hey, bro, like, whenever you need me, I'm ready. Yeah, and I I just had a big fear. I was like, you know, I want to I want to figure it out, man. I want to, you know, get my voice. I want to see where this goes. And uh, it is, I'm so glad I did it. The timing for sure was right, especially for what the season is about and what we talked about and what we want to do. Um, so before we go into it, let's take care of the housekeeping stuff. Go ahead. Like, follow, subscribe, of course, uh, YouTube, Men the Podcast, Instagram, um, Men underscore the podcast. I'm very sure I said that wrong. It's underscore <laughs> Men the Podcast, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, and make sure you're sharing it too. If you're enjoying this, your friends probably like the similar things that you like. Go ahead and share it with your friend. Plus, it'd be way more fun to you for you to talk with your friends about it. Be like, hey, you listen to that new episode of Men? Oh, yeah, no, nah, that was fire. They talked about this, this, and that. And that's what this is about. Like, the show is about creating those narratives and having people talk to each other. So share it with your homies, please. Man, he, hey, you're talking like a co-host right here. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been potting me. for a while, man. I've been potting yeah, for a no, while. For sure. That's awesome. Yeah, and like I said, you know, we're all about trying to create a community here. Um, obviously, it's our narratives, it's our voices, but we definitely want to expand and make this about everyone and everyone's voices. And that's the point, you know, especially for men, give people a platform to have a voice and to share their experience and to learn and to have guidance, you know. Right. Uh, and then to wrap it all up, uh, Go ahead and shout out to our sponsor, Mark Hicks. Uh, get at him with all your uh, sneaker needs, exclusive drops. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram, Mark Hicks Volt. And then you can also go to his website, markhicksvolt.com. Uh, check him out. Great guy. Great supporter. Again, he has any Jordan you can think of. He has all of them, which uh, is hilarious because there, both of us are not that big of a shoe guy. But... <laughs> I might need to get on that, bro. I've been trying to mm -hmm. trying to upgrade a little bit. So 
So maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to upgrade my collection. Oh yeah, yeah, he's got everything. Now I will let you know there is no discount. So, hey, that's cool. that's cool. That's cool. There is no min code promo code or nothing, but we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Hey, you know what I'm saying? As as things build up, it'll happen. It'll happen. We'll get to that point. But all right, well, to uh, start it off, um, you know, how's well? How's your day going? Is everything going well? Pretty good, yeah. Pretty good. Got some food, you know what I'm saying? I'm ready for the ready for the interview. Was having some minor issues with my capture card to get my camera set up, but other than that, I'm I'm cooling. How you been? I've been good. Um, can't really complain much. Yeah, everything's been going well. Just a lot of grinding, honestly. I, I you, feel you. you know. I feel. Yeah. Man, I will say, uh, one thing people need to understand is that it is not as easy as you think it is. Yeah, I don't just turn <laughs> on the camera. It's like, all right, let me just talk, and now I'm done. It's like, no, the behind-the-scenes work is extensive. Uh, you are not getting paid for it. Right. It's all uh, effort, time, quality. And then on top of that, you never know what's going to hit and what's not. So and that, <sighs> that is the man. worst part. Bro. Like, not the worst part, but that is – it could be the worst or the best part, right? Because nothing is better than posting something, especially when you're like, ah, oh, maybe this isn't the best it could have been, but you know, this is what I got. I'm put it out, and then it hits, and you're like, oh wow. But on the flip side of that, you know the feeling where you're like, oh, I got one. Like this, this is the one that everybody's gonna love. This piece of content, whether it's a clip or the episode, and then it flops, and you're like wow i really thought that 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 was my ace in the hole my home run and it flopped that that is a that's a terrible feeling i'll tell you what nothing's more humbling than when something flops that you worked hard on it 100%. that will humble you fast bro especially when i just know you know, when you just know in your heart like this is the one and it's not it's like oh man it's humbling so you've been potting for a long time, uh, way longer, Indeed. way longer than us. I got to think it's been what, five years, something like uh, that coming up on five. Yeah. So we started in 2019. Yeah. yeah 2019, February, 2019 was our first episode. Yep. And we've been rocking ever since, bro. We've been rocking ever since, since 2019, we have uploaded one episode per week, every single week, haven't skipped. Now, if you want to talk about someone who works hard, that is probably one of the most impressive, hardest stat. Like for your episode, I would literally hang that up on the episode <laughs> every time. Now, but for real though, people don't understand how hard that is. And then we only do probably 45 minutes to an hour. You guys are doing two and a half hour, three hour. We our shows, longest episode you know? <laughs> is I think it's four hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. our longest episode. Oh, that is not easy. And then to go back and edit and then make clips out of it. And then yeah. everything, every little thing you have to put in there, little tags, the logo, all that stuff is super impressive, honestly. Um, it's a dude. lot. But that consistency is important, you know, like that. Yeah. Like there's no worse feeling. I'm sure you know it, right? Imagine you're watching your favorite TV show and you go to sit down on your couch on Thursday night after you just got home from work and you go to click it and they like, we on hiatus for the week. And you're like, 
Ah, no. You know what I'm saying? So that consistency is so important. And it's not like, like, here's the thing, right? When we're talking about your favorite TV show, there's only one of whatever your show is. You know what I'm saying? Like Survivor or America's Got Talent or Arrow or Flash, whatever you're watching, right? There's only one of those. When it comes down to the podcasting world, there are so many podcasts. If you don't click my podcast, you could go click another podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm not there, somebody else will be. And that might be your last episode ever listening to me. You know what I'm saying? It might be like, oh, they weren't here, clicked another one, and never looked back. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't want that. So that's why, to me, that consistency aspect is so important because it's like, I want to make sure that we're there for people when they need us. Because our podcast, yes, we talk about nerd stuff and all that. But you'll be surprised, like, you know, and you know, as a podcaster, you'll be surprised how much of an impact your podcast will have on somebody's day or somebody's week. You know, when you're at work and you're like, man, all I want to do is just escape from this moment. Turning on the podcast is doing that. And it's like, oh, wow, I really needed that today. And it's not here. I, I, that consistency is just so important because I want to make sure that we're there when people need us to be there, you know? Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think of that with myself because, again, I'm still in uh, corporate America and full time job and everything. I listen to podcasts, right? Uh, and I think about that to myself whenever they go on, let's say, a vacation or for some reason they have to call off and can't do an episode. Just what I end up doing that day and just how I feel like doesn't ruin my day, but just that focus and that repetition I have that this new episode is always going to be here looking forward to it. And you're right. Eventually, let's say you take one day off, you know, obviously your listeners is like, okay, you know, it's one day, right. Or take a week off in like four years. Like, you know, okay. It's a week. It happens. right? Right. But if you're not consistent and you do that for a long enough time, then yeah, you do open the door for me to be, especially YouTube suggestions, you know, YouTube algorithm, they're always going to show you another lineup, another podcast going out. So you'll click on there and it's like, you know what? These guys are actually a little bit more funnier than the last podcast. I'm going to start listening to them. Right. It's really that fast. It really happens just like that. So the consistency, it, I will say, um, content creation no matter what people think about it, it is way harder than working a typical job. Just what you have to put into it, the type of consistency you have to have. You know, there's so many jobs, not my job in particular, but there's so many jobs where all you really have to do is clock in. Right. Everything else can be essentially autopilot. But in the content realm, you know, you have to be on your A game. You always yeah. have to be thinking of new stuff and putting things together and making things better. So it's it's a puzzle. It's a challenge, but the end result is amazing. And uh, so you talk about uh, how you make people's day and how people view your podcast and and things of that nature. Uh, as of now, do you view yourself as a role model? Uh, and is there parts of your life that you look at to where you're like, you know, I have a positive impact on people or I need to make sure I'm presenting myself in a certain way. Does that does that ever come to mind with you when you're making content? That is a very good question. Like that was that was a good question. 
To an extent, yes. Okay, let me explain it. So, yes. Yes, I do. I do feel that way. But it doesn't change the way that I do things. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, at the end of the day, I have to still be me, right? Yes, I do get that there are a lot of people watching. There are a lot of things, right? But I can't change my content to try to, for lack of a better term, pander or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, wow, a lot of people are watching this. So I need to do this and I need to do that. Because then that kind of just diminishes the credibility. Like, if I'm on the mic and I'm going, I love this show so much. Like, this show is so fire. This is good. Or you should be doing this. Or you should be doing that. And then someone meets me in person. They're like, hey, what do you think about that? And I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, yeah. a, that's a crazy, like, switch up. It's like, no, I don't actually. I don't actually do that. I, I just said that just to... Like, or what you talking about? I don't ever, nah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, yes, I do understand that a lot of people watch the podcast and to an extent, like me, E-Man, C2, those are my co-host names. Um, you know, we are role models to an extent, but we should also be being ourselves, right? And, right. you know, in content land, you got to like hype up your energy a little bit. So yeah, I'm more energetic on the mic. I'm more, you know, outgoing and stuff like that. But it's never like... It's never like trying to change who you are, right? Because I feel like some people think that's what being a role model is. It's like, oh, you got to be this perfect person all the time. Trust me, when we are on the mic, we talk about our weeks. We talk about our lives. There are many times where I'm like, hey, bro, I messed up doing this, like blah, blah, blah. Or I'll come in the next week and be like, hey, you know, I said this last week. I went home and realized I was bugging. Like that is not factual or this, this, that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... It's a very interesting experience, but I definitely do understand that. And I think it's a really cool thing. It's a really cool thing being able to do that and have that type of influence over people. Yeah, definitely. And you you have to be authentic, especially if you're going to put in this amount of time. I never because you hear about that. Some content creators, the certain gimmicks or what they do is not really who they are. And um I feel like you see that to a degree just with their own mental health. And uh, eventually I just feel like it falls apart. It's just so hard to keep up and act for so long or even worse. You actually become what you're trying to act to be. And then you right. can't turn it off. Yeah. And, and you see that. I think rappers is a good example. Yeah. You see a lot of rappers and yeah, let's be honest, not every rapper really does what they say they do in the rap songs. That That's a right. fact. We can all agree. Of but, course. They keep up with that act for so long that they eventually become that. And then you see these cases where it's like they're making millions of dollars and now they have to serve 25 years in jail over doing stuff they had no business. To. Like there's no reason for them to do it. And right. if you're doing something for that long, the best advice is definitely you have to be yourself. Yeah, uh, you got to you can- keep that separation of like yourself, James and Little Street. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like you're not. That's not the same person. Like you are who your parents raised you to be. Your persona, your rap persona, or whatever. Like, don't mm-hmm. lose yourself. Rappers be forgetting that. Definitely, and and at the most, you you fine tune, of course. Like, of course. And for example, obviously, we don't try to curse on episodes, but in real life, obviously, you know, we're 
throwing wherever we want out at each other and things right. like that. But in general, I do enjoy the fact and why it's so so thrilling to me is that I just get on here and tell people my thoughts and tell people the truth of what I feel. Right. And that's another thing that we try not to sell. It's like, hey, listen, guys, we are not perfect. I'm definitely not perfect. I'm in my early 20s. If I thought I was perfect, like anyone would be lying to you if they said they were perfect at this Facts. Age. And I'm at always any age. Learning. At any age. Yeah. I'm always learning. I'm always learning more about me, trying new things, everything of that nature. And I just feel like, you know, I can't lie to myself. And right. then some of the advice I give is advice that I'm still working on myself. Yeah, like, I don't come in thinking I know everything. I just say what I know is right and what I know that I'm doing for my own life and working towards. And then hopefully the same energy is reciprocated and people feel like they can apply that to their life, of course. And the coolest part about podcasting in that sense is you have the ability to evolve and it's documented, right? So it's cool like you can go back to old episodes and be like, Wow, I really thought this, you know, like I really thought that this was the wave and this was how I was supposed to do this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, like you can see that progression. You know, we have episode 226 of our podcast just went up literally like two hours ago, right? And there are people who have gone gone back and listened to like all of our old episodes, and they'll DM me and be like, Yo, it's crazy hearing you say in 2021, you said this, 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 and this. And Last week, you were saying, that's crazy. And I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, as I thought about it and got older and understood, I was tweaking on that. Like, that didn't make any sense. Why did I say that, you know? So it's cool to have that, like, that resume there of all the things that you said. And you can see yourself grow and progress in your thought. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm I'm curious. Mm -hmm. Um we talk about the being authentic, but and we're human. Right. We have very, very complicated lives. You know, we're always busy. We always have things going on. How personally for you, how do you balance that life to creating that content? Because you're not coming in every day happy. But at the same time, there's a part of you that is like there's a certain type of quality you need to put on the screen. So you can't come in being down. You can't come in being aggressive, being angry. You have to mute that. So in your in your own life, how do you balance that to where this is, I come in, I have to do this, whatever what's going on in life, we're shutting that down for two hours because I need to record this. I need to do that. That 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 was another great question. You kind of you killing these right now, right? So that was actually a huge problem that we had maybe like two years ago, right? So when you podcast for so long, you get good at it, right? And you get, we got too good at it. So before we do our podcast episodes, we talked about this before we started recording. We do something that we call warming up, right? We're friends first, right? In our podcast, we're friends first. We've been friends for years. One of my co-hosts is my brother. This is before my brother was on the pod, though. But we got so good at podcasting that we didn't need to warm up, right? 
we got so good at podcasting that we didn't even need to really have that friendship aspect outside of being on the camera and it stopped being fun, right? But even though it wasn't fun, it was still good. When we first started, if our energy wasn't right, like just in general, you could see it on the camera and we would come back next episode and be like, yo, we got to do better at this. You know what I'm saying? Like we, the energy was clearly off. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. But then when you get good at it, it's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we're not feeling good this week or this, this and that. You just get on the camera and rock out anyway. And that's not the way it should be. And once we realized that we were able to take a step back and put the fun into it. And now it's to the point where it's like, do I always want to go in and podcast? Probably not. Like not every single week. But it's actually such a positive, fun thing that if something is going bad in my life or I'm just having a bad day or whatever, I look forward to that because that is like that is my thing. You know, yes, podcasting is my job. But just like how, you know, somebody who works a nine to five, they get off of work and they're like, man, I just want to go home, sit on the couch and watch TV. Or I just want to play video games or I can't wait to hit the gym. Podcasting has become that, you know, where it's like, ah, man, like the world might be crumbling down. But it's like, good thing I get to go podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like that becomes the safe space. So do I always want to know? I podcasted after I just got my wisdom tooth out and my face was swollen. You know what I'm saying? Like, did I want to podcast that day? Of course not. My face was on fire. Like when I say it was hurting, it was hurting so bad. You know, but it's like, it's fun either way. Like I'm glad I did it. I've never, no matter how bad the situation is in however my day is going or if the pod gets moved to an inconvenient time or we have issues with equipment or whatever, I can't think of a time I've walked out of the studio going, man, I wish I didn't podcast. Like, I wish I just didn't pull up. You know what I'm saying? I've never yeah. had that feeling. Even when everything goes wrong, the equipment isn't working or we get into a debate. The debates, actually, I, I love the debate. So not that. But like if something's going wrong, I always walk out of the studio being like, man, I'm glad I did that. Like that was... I'm happy. It's like whoever walks out of the gym going, nah, I shouldn't have went to the gym today. You might not have wanted to when you walked in, but you always leave the gym like, I'm glad I did that. Like, I'm proud of myself for going. And that's kind of how podcasting has become. Yeah, yeah. And you speak on you speak on a lot of things with that. Uh, definitely the passion. You know, you're very passionate about what you do. And when you're that passionate, then you do whatever it takes. And right. With anything in life, you know, you have to have that. You have to have that motivation to wherever it takes, whatever obstacle you have to go through and then learn from it. Uh, another thing that you touched on that I found interesting was there, for you, there was something to where you identified an issue and you put a system together for yourself for you to solve that. For sure. So I know with me, um, with my mental health, you know, you obviously were best friends. You right. know about everything. So it was one of those things to where I have to set up some type of system. I have to put something together to where, because if you don't, it will just consume you. Right. You won't be the person you want to be. You won't do the things that you want to do. And that's probably even worse than whatever the particular issue is. Right. And I know for me, 
one of the biggest things, and you were a part of this, I think you were one of the first person was the ability for me to vent to someone. Right. That was very important to me because growing up, I never did it. Me either. I never, I just never felt like people cared enough. Mm -hmm. I was just, that's just how I felt. There was no, you know, obviously growing up, there wasn't that much of a mental health thing going on. Like it was there, but it wasn't that prominent yet. Especially not, you know, from the families that we come from, like as young black men, like that's not a, just a common thing that be happening in the house. Like your dad doesn't just sit down and be like, Hey, talk to me about like your mental health and what's going on in your mind. That's just, at least not in my house. And I mean, I know the house you come from, like, that's just not a common thing. No, a thousand percent. One, one stigma definitely in the black community as a whole is the idea of what mental health is and what it's not. Everyone has a mental health. Everyone has a roller coaster of good and bad with mental health. It happens. It's life, right? Right. And particularly in the black community, uh, they consider all mental health immediately bad. Like you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you need to be yeah. in a mental facility. It's not. Um, it's not like that. It's a spectrum. Right. That's that's what it is. It's not one or the other. And uh, like I said before, the most important thing for me was really just to vent, to be able to get it out and to talk to someone to feel like my emotions and feelings were acknowledged. And fortunately for me, <laughs> um, our co-host is actually, um, he got his bachelor's in psychology, is going to get his master's. So that's fine. there was ever a human being to ever want to vent to. Right. Um, He's he's as good as it gets. He's a great listener. He's a great guy. You know, he's definitely another one of my best friends for sure. But uh, I think that's important, especially for men. Of Um, course. You have to have someone to communicate with. You have to have someone to really bounce that back and forth with you whenever you're going through something. And it makes so much of a difference. It's unbelievable. And it's interesting how our friendship has evolved into that because it didn't used to be, I mean, we were in high school, so yeah, I'm a, that, that, that is part of the reason why, but you know, as time goes on, like you learn like, Oh shit. Like, Oh no, I can't, I can't talk to my friends about this. Like I thought that I was all on my own on this, but it's like, Oh, I actually can. Like I can have a, if I, if I need to, I know I can call Jacob on the phone and I can talk to him about this. I know I can call up my, my dude, Noah. I can call up my dude, Nick, Chris, you know, like, it's like, oh, I can do this. It's not, this is a thing that can be done. In high school, you don't know that, or at least I didn't know that. It was just like, hey, you're going to just have to lock in and and handle it, bro. Like, you just going to have to fix up and get it done, because that's what, you know what I'm saying? That's what my parents told me to do. I'm, that's all I knew, you know? My dad, hey, if you got an issue, fix up, bro. Like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. And one of the most... One of the most interesting things for sure is, uh, you know, when you're when you're friends with people, you always feel like it it it's there for the good times. It's just right. for the good times, just for the thrills, right? But if you have a friend that's only there when it's good, then I question if that's actually your friend or not. Right. And obviously that that's part of you. You know, if you're feeling bad, you have to communicate. But I think we were we were friends for four years, four or five years or something like that. And never spoke on anything, no mental health, (laughs) anything like that. Right. Right. And we were going through, both of us were going through some 
troubling times during that time. I remember the first time I actually started venting and telling you about it. It was crazy. And it a hundred percent changed my life right after this. It's that and it's insane because you don't realize how similar the situations are, you know? Like yeah, I was the only one going through it. So that's what I was gonna say is that I remember I was letting it out, right? Probably talk probably an hour or something like that. Like was getting it all out. I remember like you turned to me and you were like, not only do I know what you're going through, but I'm going through a very similar thing on my side. And then you started talking about everything you were going through. And to sit there and to be like, we've known each other for this long and neither of us knew we were both going through all this. And just that connection there is like, again, you know, you're obviously my bro for life and you feel the same way. And that's part of it. It's just, you feel so comfortable. It's a different type of comfort. It's a different type of security to know that there's people around you that care that much about you that will get you, you know, from wherever you're at in life to a higher position, to a higher version of yourself. Right. And that's one thing that I really value about our friendship is specifically our friendship is our family situations and home situations are pretty similar, you know, in the way that we grew up. And I never knew that until we had that conversation. Right. Like I'm like, because, you know, from the outside looking in, you you never really know what everything is doing. It's like, oh, okay, like don't nobody else really know like what's really going on like this. Nobody else has a similar feeling that I'm going through. And it's like, oh, like, oh, this is a very similar family dynamic. The situation you're going through, I'm actually going through it too. Or, hey, I'm going through this. Oh, you already went through something like this. Can I get some some extra information on how I could maybe navigate this? Like what worked for you? What didn't? So it's like, you only get to that by talking to your friends. Like, I'm glad I talk to my friends now. I used to not talk to my friends at all about like stuff like that. You know, we would crack jokes, we have fun. And that's another good thing is I am the type of person to where I don't like to just take everything too serious. So even the problems, right? It's nice to know that even if we're having a very serious talk, we can still throw a joke in there and like remind ourselves like, oh, we're we're still friends here. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is very yeah. serious, but it's like, yeah, we can still have a laugh about this. Is the world crumbling down? Yes. But hey, this joke right here, this is a, this a hit and make the situation feel a little bit better. Like, it doesn't have to be all the way serious. And I think that's one thing that people can kind of get lost in. Like, yes, it is serious. And I'm not saying you have to be a comedic type of person and like add the comedy into it, but it's nice to have people around who will throw that joke in and know like, yes, this is a touchy subject, but I'm not going to get mad at you for cracking a joke right here. Like if I say, oh, this just happened and you throw a joke in, I'm not going to be like, hey, bro, you know, this is too serious right now. I'm be like, oh, yeah, that was that was good. Thank you for that. You know, like those I appreciate those moments. Yeah, and and you just you just built that naturally, just right. by getting to know the person, what works for them, and really, uh, I always find it interesting how simple things like that are, especially for guys. You know, when you when we talk about mental health and everything, you'll be surprised. Something as easy as just having someone to talk to, right. something as easy as having an outlet to go to, whether that's working out or some other passion that you're into, and it can completely change your life and change your perspective. And, you know, for both of us, uh, even though we're in 
two different cities, we still have that connection to where we're trying to motivate and pump each other up. And, you know, when I when I was getting into the podcasting space, you, you weren't mad at me. You weren't no, like, definitely not. I was you weren't like, no, this is my thing. What are you doing here? Type of thing. Uh, right. Yeah. You were, you were doing everything you wanted to help. You said, I will join. I will show you, you know, Adobe Photoshop, you know, Hey, this is what I do. And, and, things like that. And just having that person there to motivate you, you know, keeps me going. And then obviously on the outside, us trying to be successful in our own endeavors is also motivating. I right. look, actually, I, I wrote it down. So it is July 16th, 2023. Indeed. Right now, The Storm Podcast has 4,500 subs on YouTube. Oh, for real? I actually didn't know that. Yeah, we must have just did. Oh, I, I think I checked last night and it was a little bit. Oh, wow, bro. We went up a lot of subs today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's lit. Your personal Instagram, you have about 16,000 views, give or take. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Your TikTok is somewhere over 130,000 followers, right? Yeah. Like, I think I'm one. I'm about to hit 155, I think. 155. Oh, 155. I think okay. so, yeah. Oh, so way above. So 155,000 followers. Yeah, I think First I'm... of all, congratulations. Appreciate that. Appreciate I want to take I want to definitely take this time give you your flowers for that because that is not an easy thing to do. And you did that all because of your own work ethic, consistency, you know, no matter what people say. I remember you know, I, I still say this to you every now and then I just pop in. It's just like, hey, man, you're doing a fantastic job. Hey, I just saw this video. You know, you you got it. You're going to get there. You know, we're going to look back and we're going to enjoy these moments and laugh about it. And I'm so glad that we decided to do this interview now because I really feel like going towards the end of the year and next year, you're just going to be in a whole different place. And now sure we have so. this. Well, we have this body of work for you to look back on and to see, you know, this is this is right before it happened. It's right. what I'll call it right before it happened. So uh, reading these numbers off to you, you know, what do you what goes through your head when you think about that? I mean, you turn on your phone, all these notifications, followers, comments and everything. It's just how what comes to your mind? Is it surreal to you? Do you? Do you ever look back and think about it, how things used to be and how it is now for you? Dude, <laughs> it's actually so insane, right? So this is a conversation I have with my boy, Ouchie, maybe like once a week, right? And it's such an interesting thing because knowing myself and knowing how, I, how I've been and just kind of like my nature, right? I've... I'm a pretty confident person, right? I'm a pretty confident, borderline arrogant, right? Like, it, it definitely was arrogant in my younger days. Like, not no borderline. Like, I was very arrogant, especially, like, on the track team and stuff like that, right? <laughs> but when it comes to the numbers now, and my homie Algie be like, bro, like, you're killing these numbers, blah, 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 all this. And I'm always like, bro, I am terrified <laughs> that this is just, like, a moment. And it's like, yo, it's up right now, but it's going to drop, right? But I remember two months ago, he was like, dude, you just hit 10K on a podcast episode. And I'm like, bro, this is awesome. But like, I'm not going to get my hopes up because 
you know, this could just be a one episode thing. And then like another episode doesn't. I'm like, I mean, you you never know when it comes to stuff like this, right? There's no security in saying that it will just be like this forever. Statistically, on YouTube specifically, like YouTube numbers are pretty consistent. Like it's pretty hard to just drop off. But it's still like it could happen, right? Like it's hard to just kind of like lock in all the way. And I don't, I, I think this is the second time I've said this to somebody who's not ouchie, right? Because <laughs> like normally when people talk to me about it, I'm like, yeah, nah, we lit, we good, like everything cool. But it's like, I don't know, bro. Like it's it's scary a little bit. It's scary that these numbers, yeah, the numbers are up right now, but it's like, yo, they could drop. And I'm not so much scared of the drop because I know how to get it back up. Like, that's one cool thing about the platform that I built in the way that we've built it. We never, bro, before, I think two months ago on TikTok, bro, I never had a video hit a million views. Never. Bro, if y'all know how TikTok works, there are a, there's random people who can hit an M, bro. Like, you can hit an M off of nothing on TikTok. I had never, bro, I had 70,000 followers with no videos at a million that used to haunt me at night i have friends shout out my boy ouchie right he's uploaded eight tiktoks in his life i think bro he had like 1.5 million on a video and i'm like bro like when am i gonna get my million right but now i have like eight nine ten videos that do that right because it's like the foundation is there the platform is there. So it's not like a luck algorithm thing. It's like these people are actually checking in for me, right? I do, I think I do like 10 million views a week now on TikTok. And it's like that platform is there now. You know, when you build it that way, it sucks when you are building it. It is terrible, bro. Because you're like, oh my God, I just want to hit a million. I just want to do this. I just want to do that. But once you get that strong foundation, it works so much better. There are YouTube pages where things will just go up, right? And it's just like you hit on that. Some people blow up on YouTube on like their fifth video, right? So when you blow up on your fifth video, people only have four more videos to go watch that can now blow up. We, quote unquote, blew up on our like 210th. So like that video would blow up. But now people are going back. One of our biggest videos is from like a year ago. I think it's our, it has our second most views out of all of them from like a year ago. And now that's, that has like 120,000 plays. And it's like, dang, that one, when we did it, it felt like that video flopped. It was like, ah, this got 40 plays. Nobody really, nobody really cares about it. But now it's like up like that. So the foundation part is really important. And yes, it sucks. It sucks when you're in it. Trust me, it is terrible. I've had this conversation with you multiple times in real life where I'm just like, hey, bro, I'm not feeling this. Like, this is this is tough. This sucks. It feels like I'm not doing nothing. But, like, it, it's worth it if you can just power through that part. Like, there's a lot of tough parts going in there. But if you could power through it, it's worth it. At least it is for me. You know, I can't speak for everybody's situation, but it is for me. Yeah, and that's something very interesting you mentioned there that uh, that really comes to mind, especially with your journey and and where you've been, is that uh, you you are not a one trick pony, 
<laughs> the weird thing about so, yeah. content creation and uh, content creators in general is that some people, for whatever reason, people believe that that's the only thing you're good at. They're right. like, oh, if, if you weren't on a mic, you'd be nowhere. You know, you you wouldn't have anything going on or anything like that. I will tell you that Malcolm is a very intelligent person. I appreciate He's that. He's a very intelligent person, and I have very high regards for him. I always had, um, even in school, it's funny because neither of us were, like, top-of-the-line students. <laughs> My but at the same terrible. time, yeah, But at the same time, it was funny because it was just a play on the school system. So it's like maybe we weren't – we wouldn't get good grades or we wouldn't get good grades off of, like, a technicality that we weren't doing homework. But I then never we'll get on a test life. and just, all right, well, I know all these answers. So it's like, there's no point in me going, doing homework and doing the essays and all that stuff. And so I always find that interesting is that uh, if this for some reason didn't work, you're definitely very talented. You could have done so many other things that would have made you money or have some form of success and stuff. And when we think about that, especially people our age, there's this huge conversation about a traditional career path route and a non-traditional. So I'm getting into the content space, but I took a traditional path. I graduated. Right. I was fortunate to have a scholarship, play football for a college and receive a degree there. One. And yeah, and now going up the corporate ladder. You, on the other hand, you had everything you needed to go to college. You went for a little bit, decided that you didn't want to do it, and then had a position to where, you know, you were working in retail for a while and moving up that route. And I'll never forget. I'll never forget. Um, we talked about this, and you were just like, you know, hey, I'm I'm quitting. I was like, you're, you're quitting? I was like, oh, you must have got, like, a new position, you know, like, Amazon manager or something like that. He said, no, I am, I'm quitting and I'm just going to do content full time. So I'm a very logical person. Obviously I was like, you know, all right, well, where are the numbers? Where are we at? You know, what are you going to do? Cause you have to have money. You have to be able to do something. And you were like, well, got this amount of money to make me to here. And then through there, you know, pretty much just, I have enough to get by. And then after a while, you know, obviously you're going to run into a problem. And it's very interesting because one, that was a huge leap of faith. And I always, always have the highest respect for you to being able to do that. That is one of the hardest here's, things you can do. Here's the craziest <laughs> thing about that though, right? This is, this is yeah. a crazy thing, right? I remember I had that conversation with you. I had that conversation with my mom and I had that conversation with my girlfriend, right? And after those conversations about wanting to quit Target, I was convinced not to, right? Which I still think was a good thing, right? Like I still think that it did make sense for me to not quit. I got fired from Target. <laughs> like I got fired because I didn't go to work, right? Yeah. And it wasn't even intentional, right? Like it wasn't like I was intentionally like, I'm not going to go to work today. So that way I... You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to work, so that way I get fired. I literally just forgot to call off. I remember the day vividly. Like I was at my girlfriend's uh, mom's house hanging on my girlfriend and her sister, and I looked at the clock, and I was like, crap, bro. I forgot to call off. 
I'm fired now because you only get three no call no shows, and that was like my fourth or fifth one. But like, I was like, oh, it's cooked now, right? Yeah. But I wasn't like upset about it because you know, literally three four weeks before, I was telling everybody like, yo, I want to quit anyway. So yeah, I do think that logically it might have made more sense for me to like you know go to work that day. You know, it was a mistake and it happened, but. It ended up in the long run being a good thing. In the short run, I was broke. I was sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was focusing on the podcast and building all that, but not having no money is trash, bro. Like, it is not fun. It is terrible, but you got to power through it. And, you know, luckily, it's not like I was homeless on the street or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have an amazing mom. I have a girlfriend. I have my girlfriend's family. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like it was like, it's just cooked for me now, but like not having no money in your pocket, bro, it is different, but it does make you go a little bit harder, right? Like it makes you go like, I need that. Especially when I have friends like you, when I see people like my girlfriend, when I see people like our homie Noah, and it's like, dang, this is, there's ascension going on there. Like you guys are clearly at a higher level than I'm at. And I was like, bro, I have to level up because I cannot be the one that just didn't do anything, right? I can't be the one that just straight up missed. Mm -hmm. There is no way I would have been able to let that rock when it's like, oh, everybody else is just doing so great and I'm just down bad and it just never worked out because I didn't put in the effort. So that that's part of the reason why it made it a lot easier to be able to do those things and make sure I get to the podcast every week and make sure I do these uploads, make sure I do these edits and these TikToks and this and that. Because like, in my mind, it's like, I have to, bro. Like, I have to. I can't just let, I, I can't just let that be the failure right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, because I know we're going to get older and it's going to be like, hey, let's go do this. Let's go do this. Like, I want to be able to do these things, right? I want to be able to take my girlfriend places. I want to be able to go kick it with the homies. You know what I'm saying? You were like, hey, let's go um, take a vacation and do this. I'm like, bro, no chance. No chance. Like, there's no bread in my pocket. I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to. I don't want that. So you got to just go hard to make sure it happens. And it took a long time and I'm still not there yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm self-sufficient now, but I'm still not where I want to be. Right. Like, I'm trying to get to the bag bag. Oh, yeah, definitely. And being around success uh, makes you want to be successful. Right. And, and definitely. Yeah, and that's the great thing about uh, choosing your friends and the friends that you have around you. You know, if we were, if we all didn't have much going, I mean, I would tell you, we would have a lot of fun. We definitely have a lot oh, of yeah. fun. The fun but, would still be there. <laughs> but we would have so much fun. But we we would be broke and we wouldn't be going anywhere. And um, in the long run, it would have been terrible for us. And you right. see that all the time, especially with people our age. You know, they're, they're having fun. I'll give them right. that. They're definitely having fun. But you see the brick walls and the holes that are on the horizon that they're going to run right into in a few years just because they're not putting together any type of foundation. Yeah, like you're not trying. Right. So um, it's interesting. Again, the conversation about the traditional and non-traditional path, I guess, what is your idea to a person, let's say they're graduate coming out of 
high school and they, you know, ever just like everyone else, you get that choice. It's like, do I go to college and keep going or do I do something alternative? Is What is your thoughts on when people hit that roadblock that kind of help them figure out what path they should take? It's the same answer every time for me. Just try a bunch of stuff. Like you just have to try a bunch of stuff and see what you like, right? If you would have asked me in high school what I was going to be doing, I would not have said podcasting. Like I wouldn't have did, you know what I'm saying? Like I got into podcasting from a circumstantial situation, right? It wasn't like I just knew this is what I wanted to do. I tried it. I ended up really liking it. You know what I'm saying? Like the content creation, the TikTok videos, I tried it. I ended up liking it. I tried a bunch of stuff, right? I tried going to college. I tried it. It wasn't for me, right? I've had multiple, you know what I'm saying? I've had other jobs. Like I've tried freelance graphic design. I worked with a graphic design company. I did that. I did some retail. You know what I'm saying? Like I've done the entrepreneurship vibe. I didn't start it like six, seven businesses, right? Like I've done a music studio. You just got to try a bunch of stuff. I, when it comes down to art, I used to do a lot of drawing and stuff like that. Love sports. You know, you just got to go try stuff, go try stuff, see what you like, see what's working, get that middle line, right? Because you got to find out what you like. You can't just go down a route and be like, oh, well, you know, my mom's uh, this, so I might as well just be this. Oh, my dad's this, so I might as well be that. Go try it, right? And if you don't like it, try something else. And you can keep doing stuff in the meantime. I'm not saying like while you're trying stuff, just be just only trying, right? But it's like, yeah, you got you to gotta try stuff to know what you like. You would have never known that your favorite food is your favorite food if you didn't take a bite of it. You would have never known that your favorite TV show is going to be your favorite TV show if you didn't sit down and watch it. You know, you just got to try a bunch of stuff. That's what I say. Yeah. No, I, I double that. That triple, quadruple, and whatever the next one is after that. <laughs> <laughs> All of it. Uh, you, you have to go out. You have to explore. You have to um, figure yourself out. Right. And, and try new things, of course. And like you said, you never know what you're going to try that you're going to realize, you know, this this might be my thing. This might be what I want to do. Definitely. Uh, That's what people having good people around you is beneficial for that, too. Like, you know how many things I've tried because my girlfriend is like, hey, this is cool, bro. Do you know how many TV shows I absolutely love that I would have, bro, I would have never clicked on Love Island, bro. I would have never clicked Love Island. You know what I'm saying? Love Island slaps. You got to just try stuff. You got to have people around you that get you to try stuff you wouldn't normally try, bro. Bro, my girlfriend make this spaghetti squash meal. Bro, I would have never went to no restaurant and been like, hey, let me get some spaghetti squash. Bro, you just got to go try it. I'm telling you, new stuff be hidden. Like, I'm, it's crazy. It's crazy. Those competition shows that they have on Netflix, I think it was like a Cupcake Wars or something like that. You got to try it, bro. Oh, that that show was so fire for no reason. Like, it made me want to start baking. It was so crazy. Bro, I'm a Gordon Ramsay fan now. Like, bro, you know how many Gordon Ramsay shows I haven't watched, bro? All I used to watch was anime. (laughs) Like, I'd be rocking, bro. One thing that I never got into, right? I don't know what it is. I... YouTube, bro, was just never for me. I ne- like I upload stuff on YouTube. I never watch YouTube, right? Bro, I be watching some YouTube channels with my girlfriend now, bro. Some of my favorite stuff ever, bro. Like, I'm telling you, I be waiting for them vlogs to go up. 
I'm like, bro, I gotta watch. Bro, it made me do a couple vlogs because, like, bro, this stuff is fire, right? Like, yeah. there's just even getting into anime. My homies put me onto that. I used to think anime was so lame. My bro Noah put me on the anime. Now I got a whole anime. I make money from anime. Bro, you see the posters behind me? I make money off the of anime. Like, you just gotta try stuff, and you gotta have people that get you to try stuff you never wanted to do, and you gotta be willing to try it when they put you onto it too. Like, you gotta be willing to be like, I've never done this. Do I think I'm gonna like it? Maybe not, but whatever. I do it anyway. I do it and see what it's hitting on. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm a little bit more practical, especially uh, when we're talking about career paths and things. And I 100% agree with that. Like I said before, you gotta try stuff. And I would also add, you know, going to the college route. We had a bunch of conversations about college and how we feel and everything. I think to sum it up. What I would say is, one, please, please, just I'm trying to help you out. Please do not go if you don't know what you want to do. It's just really not worth it. Now, it's a lot of people that you'll hear that go there and then figure out what they want to do and it all works out and everything's great. But most of the time, it actually doesn't work like that. There's plenty of people, especially, I mean, there's a few of my friends who, Whatever their job is now and what they're doing has nothing to do with what their degree is. Right. And it's unfortunate because, you know, I'm a believer. It, it, you signed on to the debt. It's your debt. You know, right. it's you, it's not going to go anywhere. Right. Now, obviously, we'll see. There's a lot of you know talks going on about Shout forgiveness. And, and yeah, yeah. Ho hopefully it happens. That'd be great. But at the same time, you know, just being practical, you, you signed on to the debt. You don't want to sign on to that amount of debt if you don't know what you're doing. Right. And it's a shame because us growing up, we were part of the uh, traditional system. You have to go to college. You know what? Our mind's a terrible thing to waste. All right. that stuff. And it's a shame because it brought so many people into college who would have been way better off and would have made way more money doing something else. You know, one thing that never gets talked about is getting a trade. Right. The trade business is one of it, it, for some reason, it's a secret, but right. people make outstanding money in trades. They end up becoming entrepreneurs later in their life, too, through logistics and all that. And um, it's just one of those things where it's such a high demand. You get paid like right now. Right. Like you'll yeah. be our age, early 20s, and you'll make close to six figures on certain jobs just because of the demand. Facts. So that's a, that's one avenue. And other things, you know, like you said, you tried graphic design, you tried other things. There's a lot of very talented people that are so talented and unique. They really just have to create their own space at that point. Right. Yeah. Like your style, what you do, your graphic, you know, it doesn't 100% fit a mold. And that's the beauty of what content creation has become for everyone is that it's it's so unique that you kind of build whatever you're trying to do. So it's so hard. I feel like it's hard for you to describe exactly what you do because it's just such a spectrum of things. It's like, yeah, I talk about anime, but also, you know, I really dive deep into the theory and the lore. And I actually, you know, take what I know about the anime and then throw it through a loop because I think about character development. So then I pin certain characters to each other to where I can say, 
this writing group is not developing this character well. This is what they should do with this character. You know, that goes way beyond just watching. That's for sure. A lot of the thorough thought and a different type of talent that comes with that, along with other things. And a lot of it is just talk about like life and random stuff, too. You know what I'm saying? Like anime is the main focus, but we also talk about like random hip hop stuff or random stuff that's in the news or what happened to us this week. You know what I'm saying? You get a little bit of everything. Yeah, and it's interesting. I mean, it, it's a skill for sure. And it's it's one of those things where it's like people, you do certain things and you don't think much of it. But then other people see you do certain things. It's like, I've never had someone break it down like that. I've never seen someone think of it like that. Like, do you feel that way with your content? Uh, has there people that have come up to you and have just felt like whatever you're doing, they've just never seen before? Or do you feel like a lot of what you do is really kind of the cookie cutter generally what you see on platforms it's the craziest thing ever because like in my mind we're not really doing anything special right and like when you really break it down we really aren't doing anything like too crazy you know what i'm saying like we're sitting on the couch and we're having conversations that we would be having if the camera wasn't on right when the camera is not on, this is what we do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, this is just life for us. But it's like, people watch it and they're like, bro, this is the best thing ever. Because people feel like they're actually sitting there with us. Because this, it is a production, but it's just so genuine. This is what we do. Specifically for this episode of our podcast, right? That just came out today. We had a conversation. And it was a long conversation. We had like a 45 minute conversation. We cut the cameras off so we could have a bathroom break because we drank like four Arizonas each, right? And then we sat and debated that same conversation for an extra hour while the cameras were down. And it's like, bro, this is just what we do. Like, we don't do this for content. Like, it is for content to an extent, but this is actually just who we are and what we, bro, we sat there for an hour and had the exact same conversation. I wish we were recorded because we broke it down even further. We got into some deeper analogies, but we started yelling at each other. And like when we yell at each other, it's never no like, like we never have any arguments and leave angry at each other. Right. It's always in a bubble. Like no matter what we're talking about. And when I'm telling you, we done had some conversations, bro. Like it's stuff that you, you can get mad about. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like we talk about, in real life, bro, we talk about like fundamental differences of life. You know what I'm saying? Like we be getting philosophical with it. Stuff that if you had a regular conversation with this person, like people would hate you, right? But it's a bubble, right? At the end of the day, bro, I know I love my friends. I know I love my co-host. So it's never, I never want to walk away with no, we never do walk away with any anger or anything like that. Even if it, if we like, I don't even, we don't even really name call for real. Like we don't, we don't even do that, like, because there's never no animosity or hate or nothing. But it's not it's not nothing special. Like, it's just us. Like, when you get us on the camera, it's just who we are. Like, people come up to us or DM us and they're like, bro, this is so awesome. Like, y'all are killing this. Y'all are so different. Y'all are so that. But, bro, this is really just what we do, bro. Like, we do this in the Chili's on a Tuesday afternoon if we're, you know what I'm saying, getting some food. Like, it's just what we do, man. <laughs> Hey, shout out to Chili's, man. Chili's, Applebee's. As a side note, I do believe Chili's, Applebee's, and what, Ruby Tuesday 
No, 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 no. I don't, no, 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 no. I don't rock with Ruby Tuesdays, but Chili and Apple Chili's and Applebee's are heaters, bro. Bro, I guarantee they are the exact same restaurant. It's just Dude, they no, just put bro. a different name on to make people think that they're going to a different restaurant. I'm I, telling you, bro. They're the no, same I'm place. I'm telling you, I went to a Ruby Tuesdays and it was one of the worst experiences ever. When you go to Chili's, bro, it's hidden. When you go to Applebee's, it's hidden. When you go to Ruby Tuesdays, it's trash, bro. Fridays is also kind of on that like shaky line. Fridays they is a little shaky. Good. They used to be Friday, Yeah, they used to be dominant, but they, they've lost the Friday way. It's, yeah. it's not so, thank God, it's Friday anymore. It's, yeah, nah. It's just, all right, Friday's here. Yeah, exactly. My my brother works at Fridays, and it's not the vibes. He hates yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, closing out you know, for season three, this is the season of separation. And as our personal podcast group, our idea is we want to separate ourselves from the crowd. Um, you know, for as a human being, and then of course for our content and what we're doing. So, we always try to leave final question for the people that we're interviewing. You know, get their thoughts. We always find this interesting. But in in your current life now, again, July sixteenth, twenty twenty three. Yes, sir. <laughs> in your life right now, and uh, your outlook going into the future, you know, what what are your thoughts or what are you putting together to allow yourself to keep separating yourself from the crowd in terms you can, I'm leaving this completely open for you. You can talk about your life and the things you would like to do and how you're going to achieve those goals. You can talk about the podcast in general. What, what are you doing in general to create that separation for yourself to create a better life for yourself? <sighs> Honestly, and I don't know how this is going to sound. This might sound a little arrogant. I'm not going to lie. But, like, I don't even feel like I have to think about separating myself from a crowd, right? Like, I kind of feel like it's just a natural thing for me. Like, I would love to sit up and be like, yo, these things, I'd be really thinking about it and I plan it out. But to an extent, like, bro, that's just who I am. Like, I... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just do things that that I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, I know that that sounds like that can sound a little uh, arrogant, just being like, yo, I, that's just how it goes. But to an extent, bro, that's kind of how it feels. Like, I just really love doing the things that I do. And I am blessed to be fortunate enough to be able to do the things that I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Have the space to be able to grow into those things, right? Like, I... I got put in a lot of awesome positions, right? Like a lot of hard work goes into it, but there's a lot of privilege that goes into that too, right? And I don't think that I have to sit back and be like, yo, what am I going to do next that's going to separate my podcast from the crowd? What am I going to do next that's going to separate my brand or my business or even just me? Like, I feel like I'm just doing that in everyday life. Like this next step that I take, maybe it will be in line with the crowd maybe it'll be some separate stuff but either way i'm gonna take this step right like either way this is a step that's gonna need to be taken so i'm gonna take it whether i and like this is the craziest part and i hate it but it's just a fact whether i want to or not i kind of have to right I, I feel like i have no other choice than to 
Siri. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like I have no other choice than to just do that because if I don't, I'm not being myself, right? Like I could, and I've tried, right? Like I've tried to to do the things that would be easier or that would work and would like go against who I feel like mm-hmm. I am or what I should be doing, but it doesn't work, right? Like, that, and that's the toughest part, especially in like the broke, bad, down, bad phase. It's like, I have no money and this is the goal that I really want to reach. But man, if I wanted to, I could just go do this and get the dub this way. Like I could, like I could just hit college. I could get a job, right? Because those things are, are have never been hard for me. Like school was never hard for me. I just hated it. So it's like, man, it sucks having that right there and being able to take it when I want to and just not being able to get myself to go do it, right? That to me was like the hardest part of like the whole content creation journey of like seeing people get the things that I want, but not on the path that I wanted it on. And I'm like, bro, I should just go do that. You know what I'm saying? I want the bread. I want to be able to do this. I should just go do that right now. But I fought with myself about that a lot. Like I've had that conversation with you before where it's like, dude, I really could just go do that right now. Like I really could just be like, Hey, I'll keep doing the content creation on the side, but let me just go back to school. Let me go do that. Let me go do that. But nah, bro, like I just kind of have to do things my own way or else it's not going to work out for me or else I'm going to end up severely depressed. Right. Like I just, it just doesn't work, man. So I don't know if I could say that there's a specific way that I'm going to try to separate myself. I think it just naturally happens. And if I do separate myself, that's awesome. And if I don't, cool too bro but either way i'm gonna just rock out and i'm gonna do it my way you know yeah yeah a hundred percent and yeah you told me about that too to where um i i I know too it's a privilege to be in the position that i'm in in terms of what my job is and what i'm able to do and the stability stability is a good word to describe it for sure knowing that this is the amount that you're going to be given every two weeks you can plan for it, everything. You know, you can line up your whole year with that because you know that's the amount that you're getting, right? So there's definitely a blessing with that. But it kind of like what you said, and I was thinking the same thing when you said that. I was like, I mean, it's not like you couldn't do it, right? You can definitely do that. I was like, you can be in the same position that I am and have a good nine to five and stuff, but that's just not what you want to do. And that's okay. It's so yeah. tough, though. Like, it's I'm it's you, bro, okay, it's you so know. Tough. Like yeah. walking into your apartment and being like, "Dang, like he's really killing this." Like, if I wanted to, like I could do this too. Like I could, you know, what I'm saying, like I'd be, you know, I have to play catch up, right? But it's like right. ah, I could do this too. Like it, that's an option, right? And then my homie Noah working at the bank, bro. When he was making bread, he was we were bro. All those computer skills that he learned. He learned in the room right next to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. he would be in there studying. I'm like, bro, I could be, I could be doing that, right? I could learn how to code and I could get that that fancy job at the bank and make that big bank, right? But it's like, ah, do I want to do that? Not really, but I really could. And that's I, that's the hardest part. Like, you don't have to think about something that you just can't do, right? I don't have to think about it. I don't have to debate about it. I can't do it. Right. Like I just can't do it. Somebody's like, Hey bro, like go, go hop on the 
NHL and be like a top hockey player, right? Let's be real, bro. I'm not about to be no top hockey player. I don't have to debate about that. I don't look at LeBron James and be like, that could be me. Because realistically, let's be realistic, it's not, right? Like, I'm not, I don't have to worry about that. When I'm looking at something I'm good at, it's like, bro, I could actually go do that right now if I wanted to, but I just don't want to. It, it, it's tough. It's really tough. Yeah. And the best thing for you that you've done is you've really had that realization is that, you know, maybe I can do something, but in the long run, it's just not going to work out. So I just have to find my own lane and create around what I want to do. And there was an old quote that I wrote and I keep on, I used to keep it in my locker uh, for football and now keep it in my desk at work. And it says, success doesn't happen by accident. You mm. have to make it happen. Facts. Wherever that is, whatever you're doing. And that's kind of how I live my life. Is that whatever I'm doing, if for some reason I didn't work the job that I work anymore and went on to do something else, it's the same mentality of trying to be the best that I can in that position. Right. And Anytime that you ever think that way or carry your life like that, you're never, never, ever going to be 100% grown. Like at the most, you'll probably be like maybe 40%, 30%. Like even if wherever you consider it as a fail won't even be that big of a fail because you tried that hard. There's so much that you gained or an opportunity that you got from it. And you... this This is who you are. This is what you've been able to do. You know, you've honed in on that and now we see the product of this. This is years in the making for you. And like I said, in my personal opinion, you're we're right here on the cusp, you know, from uh, I sure hope the, so, man. <laughs> the day from the day. And like I said, you know, I, I love it because yeah, we'll look back at this. We'll just look back at life. And it's just like, you know, oh, remember all these times you said you didn't know or maybe it wasn't going to work out. And now look at you. And now, you know, we're all laughing about it and stuff. So. Man, That's I sure be, hope so, bro. I it, sure hope it's so. It's gonna I'm be a great to, day for sure. Trying to <laughs> trying to get there, bro. I'm trying to get there. Well, another thing that someone told me is uh you never know how good you are until someone else tells you. Mm, and that's important. I like that. And you talk about arrogance. I, I'm gonna be honest, if you want to do anything, you're gonna have to be somewhere in that realm. Like you don't have to be full-blown arrogant, but you have to have I call it blind confidence. Mm, yeah, you have to be extremely confident with not a lot of reasoning to wire that confident. Right. And for some reason within that confidence, it, it's that added determination is that you're going to fail five times doing it, but you're going to keep going at it and then you're going to succeed. So right. I, I feel like you've really honed in on that. Um, again, I don't, I mean, if you want to call it arrogant, I wouldn't say it's a negative. I feel like there's just a lot of hot button terms that are just automatically wrong with, I don't feel it's that accurate. Right. Um, I mean, as you go along, that's just how it is. You're just going to have to be confident. If you're not confident, that's going to be a problem. So I would much rather be on the other side than feel a need to taper down a little bit than to be super unconfident because you just can't get anything done. But I, that's, I, facts. I, I, that's facts. Yeah. So I've, I thought of a question, actually, while we were talking about this. I feel like it's interesting. Okay. Um. I look at top content creators and, you know, obviously, you know, 
Mr. Beast, you know, people like that and mm -hmm. listen to their interviews thinking that they're going to give, you know, Google secret sauce. <laughs> right. They're like, you know, oh, you just have to put the in the front of the title. Right. And then it's going to push through the algorithm or something right. like that. <laughs> you know, uh, so I, I find it interesting. Um, you're in a great space. You're in a space that a lot of up and coming content creators would love to be with your views and what you're getting. I'd say, what would be some advice that you would give to people either just signing off or people who are very young? Like, what's something that you would say, this is probably the most important? Or what's something that was like, once I learned to do this, my quality got so much better or something like that? I, I actually know exactly what it is, right? You have to, once you stop looking at your content from your perspective, right? And you can look at it from another person's perspective and understand where the attention is, that will change everything, right? TikTok and YouTube specifically, right? I was making clips based on what I thought was cool, right? I was making clips based off what someone who likes my podcast would want to see. But when you stop doing that and you make every single clip going, whoever's watching this clip has zero idea who I am they do not care about me at all. What is going to get them to get their attention in this moment? Bro, it changes the entire content scape, right? If you start a clip with something that only your quote unquote fans will like, or your friends will like, or you will like, that's all you're going to get. But when you start a clip as, from someone who does not care about you, does not know you, has zero stake in it, that's where you can get like, bro, my con like you can actually if you go through my page, you can actually see the exact day that I figured that out. And I learned that because it changes the content so much, bro. And it's the same clips, right? Like it's literally from the same episode. But you just now you know what part to take. If I'm not like some people like, let's say a podcast, a clip from your podcast, right? You should never, you shouldn't be looking at it like, hey, I'm Jacob and someone who cares about Jacob would like this clip. It's someone who does not know me, does not care about me. What will make them care in this moment? All my clips start off with something like that. If you look at my clip, it's not Malcolm centered to start the clip. It's never that. It's always, what is your interest? Let's lock you in with your interest instantly. If I'm talking about like an avatar video, Boom, we're going to talk about Avatar. My clips are very, very, barely ever starting with me being the focus. Like, I'm not the focus in the clip. It's whatever you care about is going to be in the focus in the clip. And that is going to help you so much, bro. Like, that changed my whole content thing. Shout out to Yasin, that guy. Uh, he taught me that. And it literally boosted my content so crazy, bro. Like, my views went so crazy once I learned that. Yeah, and I would like to add on to that uh, with your content and then with other contents as I'm, you know, as we're growing our platform, that's one thing I did notice and that would add on is that, you know, people people think that it's like one major thing and then like, boom, now you could just, everything's good, right? But in my opinion, it's a series of very small little things that add up together to make a better product. So little things, uh, uh, an example for you, um, 
one thing that you've really honed in on is keeping people's attention to watch mm -hmm. through the whole video. Your first part, like you said, you have that intro, right? But then once you get to your face, it doesn't just stay on your face. You put the captions in there. You put the little picture that slides in, slides cutaways. out. You do cutaways, effects, everything like that. It's a series of a bunch of little things, but those little things keep you actually watching. And you just have to self-reflect on yourself. You look at other people's videos and think to yourself, it's like, why am I watching this? What's the first thing? It's good camera. You know, I've never seen a blurry video on YouTube. I've never seen a series of blurry <laughs> videos on YouTube that I just kept watching. Right. You know, something simple <laughs> like that. So it's like, okay, well, I have to have good quality every time I'm recording or else it's going to, that matters. Right. Um, other things, you know, oh, if I put a little thumbnail on what episode this is from, then I see a small uptick in that episode. People actually go and click on the episode, you know. So it, it's a crazy puzzle, like I always say. And obviously, I haven't completely figured it out. I, don't I mean, neither have I. Ever, yeah. yeah, I don't <laughs> think anyone really has. Unless you Mr. That, Beast or DDG, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, And he said that, too. He said, you know, you're... Unless you're lucky, your first video is not going to get a lot of views. Right. Definitely. You just got to do it for a while. And then when you do it for a while, you can look back at your body of work and make a small improvement on every single video that you're doing. Or at least you should. Right. You got to go then, gain those analytics. Yeah. And then also, you look at things. Again, there's certain things that blown up on our podcast that doesn't, doesn't have our face, doesn't have anything. It's something super small. It's like, to me, I'm like, I don't even understand why. We get so many views off of it personally, but right. it's like you said, it's like, that's what they want to see. That's something that they enjoy. And uh, you just have to ride with it. You have to go with that. You know, you can't, you got to adhere to what your audience wants to a degree and you have to put it in the right place for them to view it. Just like you said. And you got to talk to your audience too. That's one big thing that we do is I love talking to our, like, bro, so many people of our audience have become like homies and stuff. And bro, those types of things help. Like, bro, I've been in the Discord and I've been like, hey, what made y'all click the podcast, right? Like what clip got y'all into it? And I know the exact clips, bro. It's the clip where we was arguing about Sasuke. It's the clip where I was hating on My Hero Academia. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what the clips were because they told me. And now I can go look at that clip and be like, oh okay i see i see what the appeal in this was like i didn't even i didn't even get this when i made the clip right like i made this clip for a different reason oh they like this or they like this about the episode y'all like it when we talk about this you got to talk to your people right you can't just be sitting making content over and over and over again and not listening to what people want to hear if people are going hey bro this is my favorite part of the episode. We love this part. And you just like, oh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You got to listen. When you listen and lock in, bro, that stuff will help so much. You just got to talk to, like, bro, don't only take tips from content creators, right? Because content creators don't be, like, watching content like that. You got to listen to people who don't make content, too. Bro, when I, we were doing our podcast. So like 2019, 2020, bro, I used to just upload it on YouTube. Boom, it's done. And then my girlfriend was like, you should change the thumbnails. Like your thumbnails are plain. Like y'all are literally just sitting there. There's nothing there. You know what I'm saying? I upgraded it. Nothing like what our thumbnails are right now because I didn't know. 
but I just threw like a colored background on it. Our views went from four to 14, right? Like it's just a, like those little minor things, right? My girlfriend, I've been trying to upgrade my, uh, you know what I'm saying? My, my clothes a little bit. Because right. she, she, bro, she told me she like, bro, what are you wearing? Like, you literally just threw on some clothes when you know you're about to be on the camera. <laughs> and it's like, dang, you right? Like, bro, and I'm telling you, my TikTok clips where I got a good fit on do better than the TikTok clips where I just threw on some random stuff, bro. Like, it's those things that are important. I don't watch content creators, right? Like, I don't, I don't sit in like I listen to podcasts, but I don't really watch podcasts. So those are things I never would have thought about if I wasn't listening to people who aren't content creators but consume content, right? So you just gotta though that that's super important. Like that's super important. You gotta have people who consume content too. Yeah, absolutely. And uh well, we'll probably close this out. That's all good. Because yeah. you know we could talk for hours. <laughs> that's what we do, bro. That's what we do. Well, well I'll tell you what, um, you'll definitely be back on. Hey, for sure. Right, let so me know when I'm that. here. <laughs> yeah, I, this was amazing. Uh, amazing episode. There's so much that uh, we got done, got accomplished. Got... Man, I, I just feel great. I feel great about this, um, especially for the audience. There's so much that they can gain from this just for you and your space and what you're doing and how you go about things and just that that secret life of a content creator, you know, just that opening the door, seeing what they go through and what the process is and just understanding your mind and how you're thinking, you know, that's, that's invaluable for sure. Bro, so for sure, man. Uh, definitely, man, go check out the storm podcast for sure, man. Appreciate it. Go. Appreciate yes. it. You got to show the guy some love. It, his content is amazing. And like I said, every single week, new video up. Hey, you Consistent. already know, man. You yep. already know for and sure. Also, I want to do something that's that's a little interesting, right? If you don't like yeah. this, you could cut it out, right? Oh, okay, sure. So me and Jacob have a homie. His name is Noah. Shout out my boy Noah, right? Jacob, do you think Noah will listen to this interview? Ooh. Yeah, I, I think he will listen to it. We're going to do something cool, right? Noah, if you are listening right now, Jacob, pick an emoji. Okay. Pick an um, emoji. I don't Any know emoji. This, uh, let's do the smiley face emoji. The smiley face emoji. DM Jacob a smiley face emoji. So everybody listen to this. If you go look at Jacob's Instagram story and Jacob put a screenshot of Noah sending it, then you know. That's how we gonna that's how we gonna get him. That's how we yeah. gonna get him. <laughs> so everybody go look at Jacob's Instagram story, go be looking at his story, and we'll see if Noah listened and put the smiley face on there. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Hey, I, he's gonna do it. He better do it. Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna let him know. <laughs> Every listener knows now. Every listener gonna yeah. know if Noah's real or not. Oh yeah, definitely. And I'll make sure I post it up, especially on in the podcast. Everyone checks it out for sure. Make sure y'all go follow so y'all can see if that smiley face emojis up there. Understand. And uh, I'll make sure we put all your information out. Show the guys some love, of course. Put your socials up, TikTok, Appreciate everything. It. Hey, he's always posting. He's always going to have something new for you, for sure. That's one thing I'm going to do is post. And then before we close it out, definitely thank you guys for all the support. Um, more episodes on the way, of course, and it's going to be a great season. Uh, anything on your 
on your mind you want to get out before we close out here? Nah, I think I pretty much said everything I had to say. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for supporting Men the Podcast, supporting my boy Jacob, man. Like, I appreciate you guys so much. Like, and y'all have been killing this podcast in space. Keep killing it. You know I'm listening. So appreciate you. Much love, man. And as always, like, su- subscribe, follow. All that stuff is free. <laughs> it would help Facts. us out for sure. And share. And share. Yep. And share. All right. Well. Love y'all. Peace.